Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Namita Raghunath, and today is Tuesday, the 27th of September, 2022. Starting in Europe today. In Italy, far-right leader Giorgia Maloney has claimed victory in Italy's election. This will make her Italy's first female prime minister. Miss Maloney is widely expected to form Italy's most right-wing government since World War II. However, speaking after the vote, she said her Brothers of Italy party would govern for everyone and would not betray people's trust. In Russia, a gunman has killed at least 15 people in a school shooting. The victims include 11 children, two security guards, and two teachers. The gunman killed himself at the scene and was a former student of the school. All but two of the 24 injured were children. Staff and students were evacuated from the school building. In Turkey, dozens of pro-Ukrainian demonstrators gathered in Turkey's largest city, Istanbul. This was to mark seven months of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The protest began with the Ukrainian national anthem. Signs stating Russian President Vladimir Putin is a war criminal were held by some demonstrators. Among the demonstrators were Russian activists who came to Turkey months before the invasion. Russian demonstrators had white-blue-white flags, a symbol of Russian opposition to the war and the Kremlin. The Americas. In Cuba, yesterday the country voted to legalize same-sex marriage in a national referendum. About two-thirds of the population voted to approve reforms in a new family code. In this code, Cuba will also allow surrogate pregnancies and give gay couples the right to adopt children. However, there was significant opposition to the reforms among religious groups and conservatives. Cuba's government had backed the law change and ran a nationwide campaign urging people to approve it. Cuba's president, Miguel Diaz-Canel, said he expected most of the population to vote yes and that the new code reflected the diversity of people, families, and beliefs. In Canada, the government is dropping all remaining COVID border restrictions. This is including vaccine requirements for travelers. As of the 1st of October, travelers will also no longer need to provide proof of COVID vaccination, to undergo any testing, or to isolate and quarantine. The mask mandate on planes and trains will also be lifted. However, 
Federal Health Minister Jean-Yves Duclos said in an announcement yesterday that COVID-19 isn't over yet. If anyone has doubts as to whether COVID-19 still exists, I would invite that person to visit a hospital anywhere in Canada. We have between four and 5,000 people hospitalized every day. We also know that healthcare workers are very tired. They, they are exhausted. They have left in large numbers. And worryingly, many of them think of leaving in even larger numbers over the next uh, months um, in Canada. We need to care for our healthcare workers if we want them to care for us. Africa in Uganda. Medical interns at a Ugandan hospital have gone on strike. They are accusing the Ugandan government of not providing them with the appropriate safety kits, risk allowances, and health insurance. All 34 interns said in a statement that they would not return to work and want to be evacuated to a facility with safer working conditions. An outbreak of the Sudan strain of Ebola was declared in Uganda last week. In Kenya, six people have died and many injured after a six-story building collapsed. Emergency workers managed to pull a child from the damage. Several others have also been rescued, but some are feared to have died from their injuries. Building collapses in Kenya have in the past been blamed on poor structural design or bad construction. The cause of this collapse is unclear, but the building was under construction when it came down. Asia In Japan, world leaders are gathering for the state funeral of Japan's former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Among the guests were U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris, Singapore's Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong, Australian PM Anthony Albanese, and Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, who skipped the Queen's funeral. The funeral is estimated to cost $11.4 million. Yesterday, around 10,000 protesters marched through the streets demanding the funeral be called off. And finally, in India, a lottery winner has said he is so overwhelmed with requests for financial help that he regrets winning the lottery. Anoop, a driver from the southern state of Kerala, had won 250 million rupees, around $3 million. After winning, he posted a video requesting strangers to stop bothering him and his family. Anoop has said he is considering moving houses to escape the overwhelming public attention. And that's your world news in seven minutes. You can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Send7Podcast. I'm Namitha Raghunath, and tomorrow you will be with Stephen Devincenzi. Have a lovely day. Listener.